Spurs go back to the Alamo Dome, and it was just a fantastic night. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Back to you with this special episode of Lockdown Spurs right here on the Lockdown NBA Network. I am your host, Jeff Garcia, live from the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, where the Spurs just finished their game versus the Golden State Warriors in a game that really didn't matter when it comes to the scoreboard because it was really just a celebration of the Spurs, their history, their franchise, going back to their old stomping grounds for the first time in quite some time as they uh, lost to the Golden State Warriors. But again, it really wasn't about the game. It was just about a celebration. I'm joined by my colleague over at Kens5.com. He is Tom Petrini rocking the Fiesta Colored Sneakers. I'm a little jealous. Had to, man. I mean, you know. I'm a little jealous. It's, and it's not, it doesn't say Spurs anywhere on it. They're my jacket. So I'm not, you know, I'm not being inappropriate. <laughs> I'm just wearing proper colors. And, you know, one, one thing that I, I think unintentionally you may have missed right. was the fans. I mean, this was, this was a celebration of, by, and for the fans yeah, really of the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, and you felt it just like walking through the parking lot, you know? I mean, game, yeah. I was, I was walking up and there was a little, uh, little Spurs Twitter, uh, tailgate, yeah, tailgate in, right. in lot C. And, uh, you know, they're, they're playing Selena and, cooking some brisket and we're about to watch a basketball game <laughs> and i was like only in san antonio texas right will you see this and uh yeah david robinson came out before the fourth quarter mm-hmm. announced the final attendance at sixty-eight thousand three hundred twenty-three. It's a lot of people shatters the old record oh, yeah. by about six thousand mm-hmm. um and i mean so, something that i'll never forget about this game you mentioned the game itself wasn't all that important, and it, and it wasn't. Right. And uh, proof of that for me is that in the fourth quarter, when the Spurs were down about <laughs> thirty, right. and this was not like a a Golden State crowd, right. definitely some Warriors fans mm-hmm. showed up. A lot of Steph Curry jerseys, a lot of people who were here to see him, but they were very well outnumbered, and with the home team down about thirty. There was the biggest wave I've ever seen. Yes, the wave was fun. And it lasted for like five minutes. I took part in it. It, it yeah. was, I mean, it just kept going. Yeah. And like you could you could tell that to me was proof that this was just a, a huge party right. for all of the Spurs fans right. who came out. And I mean, you know, this is a 6.30 tip on a Friday. Had to get all of these people in here. There was a mm-hmm. lot of traffic. Some people took time off work. Um, and you know, just just talking to the people out here, uh, how much this place means, how much this team means to this community. Right. It was really apparent, and it right. was really beautiful. Shout out Spurs! What they did to bring back the nostalgia was yeah. just awesome. From the river barges that they used in the 1999 Championship River Parade, to the titles themselves, to the decorations. The uh, the tribal 
you know, figures. They brought in tag team for Christ. They brought in tag team, which everybody, yeah, yeah, dude. And by the way, they did mention the scoop. There it is. Yeah, no, they did say scoop. There it is. I was I was talking to someone in the parking lot, and they were like, "I hope they do the ice cream version too." Yeah, and they did. They 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 threw threw the verse. I was thinking about it because I was like, "Yeah, tag teams got whoop." There it is. But like, what else are they going to perform? And then I realized that they only have to perform whoop. There it is. One. Because it's whoop, there it is. Right. Two, because it's a 1990s rap song, right. which means there's an intro and an outro where they introduce themselves by name, and there's like six verses. So like, it's a long song. <laughs> yeah. Like like by the end of it, everyone was like, okay, yeah, right, whoop, right, there right, it is. Yeah, yeah. We're good. We got yeah, it. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. Uh, but it, I mean, it was it was a blast. Yeah, it, it was. was yeah. It was a every every moment of this game was was joy for mm-hmm. the fans and, really and shared joy. Yeah. And that's that's some of my favorite stuff to be a part of mm-hmm. is when it's a huge amount of people getting together and just, you know, having fun doing the same thing. Yeah. I'm hearing some fireworks at, at uh, Tower <laughs> yeah. of the American Party yeah, still going. Yeah, if you hear popping in the background, it's the fireworks. Hey, but from Popovich to me to you to Doug McDermott and everybody other in between – what about that fan like show to, to bring in? Oh, the that players? was great. That was incredible. So, for those yeah. of you who don't know, fans entering the Alamo Dome were giving uh, Fiesta Color lenses for their cell phones. You slap that on your lens, turn on your light, and they were instructed to move it up and down. Yeah. And then that, I mean, to me, that was my favorite moment of the night. It was, I, I got a great video up on uh, on Twitter, and... The, the light show is something Pop, Pop was talking about. Yeah. Like, I thought that was cool. Um, and it, it felt like it was, it was breathing, you know? Like, like the stadium was breathing, and all the people in it were, were breathing together. And, like, just it, it, yeah. it went faster, and, and you could feel the people getting pumped right. up. Doug McDermott said starting lineups after that was, like, yeah. Yeah. one of the – coolest yeah. things that he's ever experienced. And for Pop to even say that yeah. that, that was good. He kept on saying that when they turn on their matches, yeah. <laughs> they put on Super their matches school, or something yeah. like that, yeah. But, you know, Tom, I, I, I look back and this night will go down to the record books. You mentioned the, the sure. attendance thing as well. But so, for some of these younger players and younger generation Spurs fans who didn't get to experience an Alamo Dome game, Yep. Um, uh, and Mr. Baker, it wasn't an exact duplicate of the '90s. It wasn't right. a half dome. The infamous blue curtain wasn't there. Right. So, but nevertheless, for somebody who experienced that, you know what got me going was y'all ready for this? Yeah. That Old song intro. really yep. brought back. I'm in a wave of nostalgia. Hit me hard because I can remember those days in the Alvadel. And here's a funny thing. Fans back then, including myself, every time that song came on, we all went, not again. Right. Not again. Change it up. Change it up. And here I am, year, decades later, like, it's yeah. back, baby. Enough, enough time has passed yeah. where, where there's the nostalgia element. I think it's it's funny you and me sitting here because, I mean, I never went to yeah. a game at the Alamo Dome. Yeah. And you're obviously very different. But, yeah. you know, talking to people throughout the night... I, I talked to, you know, people who saw the Memorial Day Miracle mm-hmm. firsthand, and I talked to people who weren't even alive the last time right. 
the Spurs played in this dome. And all of them were excited to come here and be part of this historic communal celebration Mm -hmm. of not just the Spurs being here for 50 years, but the support from the fans and and the community of the fans. Mm -hmm. That's something that Trey Jones was talking about post-game, and he gave the pregame speech uh, and said he was probably more nervous for that than he was for any basketball game that he's ever played Mm -hmm. in. Um, And he he said he was talking to his teammates about how he thinks San Antonio is the only NBA city that could do this. Uh, And about how fortunate the team feels to have the support of the fans, especially in a year like this where they're not winning as much as they want to be winning. Um, And they got almost 70,000 people out here tonight. Um, It was was really cool to see. And obviously this has been a point of emphasis for the organization. You know, they pulled out all the stops. Yes, they did. Um, and, but they, they got it done and they put on a, a hell of an event tonight. Um, and, I mean, really, history. Like, this is, this is something that mm-hmm. the last time there were this many people in the same building, uh, or even close yeah. to this many people, was 25 years ago to see the last dance bowls. Yeah. You know? Like... And definitely a bit of a Steph Curry bump. You know, when I saw that yeah. he was going to be healthy, I was yeah. excited. I was, like, definitely going to sell some more tickets yeah. now. But, I mean, really, like, I was I was honestly surprised at how Spurs-heavy the crowd was. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there were a, a good handful of Warriors fans. There, there right. were. You, you, you heard them. But, but you're right. You, it was, you definitely it, yeah. heard them in here, but, mm-hmm. like... With the crowd as big as it was, you could have an entire AT&T Center crowd of Warriors fans mm-hmm. in here, and they'd still be still severely <laughs> outnumbered. Exactly. Um, and I actually saw a little kid in a uh, <laughs> in a Steph jersey in the parking lot get politely heckled, yeah. uh, which was very funny. That was. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Again, you know, a great night here at the Alamo Dome. Once again, uh, you're listening to Lockdown Spurs. Are here on the Lockdown NBA Network as well as on Ken's5.com slash Spurs. I'm joined by my colleague Tom Petrini. Follow him on Twitter at RealTomPetrini. And follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Why? So you can see the shoes that I talked about, beginning the shoe that Tom was wearing tonight at the Animal Dome. He's flexing them for me right now. Pink laces. What's he got? He got the, uh, the, the aqua, the teal. Yeah, white. man. Yeah, it looks I, nice. I just I like colors, man. And we saw we saw a lot of beautiful colors tonight. But, Everybody got their their most yes yeah. to close out. And, and, but I want to say your not your hat looks very nineties too. It is. It's yeah, a very nineties uh, hat. It's Fiesta Texas. Oh uh, my god! Yeah. Look at that. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it, it was a, it was a celebration. It was nostalgia. It was um, you know. It lived up to what the hype was, in my yeah. opinion, as far as the vibe. Now, on the court, I think coming into this, everybody knew, you know, what the likely outcome was going to be. Right. Regardless if it was a close game or, or a big game, as we saw, or the Spurs were lopsided on the wrong end of the uh, scoreboard. You know, you knew that. But still, I think there was a point during the game where fans were even probably tuning out the game. And it felt like it felt like the city was having a reunion party yeah. in the Dome. Yeah, it was, it's a family yeah. reunion with 70,000 that's, that's what it felt like. Yeah. It felt like. And, by the way, shout out to the Spurs again, because those SRO tickets, the Sandy Ramon tickets, yeah. if you bought them, 
you had a nice setup because mm-hmm. they put you on the floor and everybody knows that, that yeah it's the floor but it was like not center court but behind the the, the they basket. Had a decent view decent yeah. view their own bar tables and stools yep. and their own concession stands and so way to go Spurs you know what that touches on something that I think is another really special important part of tonight mm-hmm. just like spiritually what it meant for Spurs fans and the connection to what this building was for this franchise. Mm-hmm. I mean, back in the day, like, they'd have a big game and open up the top deck and sell right. those tickets for, like, two bucks. Right. Yep. You know? And it was, like, promotional partners were involved, right? Mm-hmm. But it was something that, you know, for for a lot of working families didn't have a lot right. of money yeah. to come out to a game. Right. Could do that. Yeah. You know, if, if you were a kid in high school... You didn't have to, you know, pay some crazy nope. amount of money to come out and see a game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the community tickets, I talked to people who waited in line for $10 tickets. Wow. And, you know, I, I think that's just a really special thing and just the spirit of what the Alamo Dome is for mm-hmm. Spurs fans. It is, yeah. And for somebody, like for me, who hasn't been here to see a Spurs game in quite some time, um, it brought, brought back memories. It brought back memories of me as a kid, me being here for the 99 celebration, the title. You know, I wish Steve, I wish I got a chance to ask Steve Kerr if he was going to rock the tilted cap and bling because at the 99 title championship celebration of the Dome, they got him to tilt his cap and show off all his rings. Kirk Cousins style. Yeah, at that time. And I, I wish I had that opportunity for him. But the Dome had the legends. David Robinson, you mentioned. Tony Parker was in the house. Mono Ginobili was here. Yep. Avery Johnson showed up. Sean Elliott Staple doing his color commentary. And kudos to the Spurs fans. They gave Steve Kerr a big applause when they introduced him. Big time. Him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and you could actually see on his face. They, they had a close-up on yeah, his yeah, face. Yeah. And, you know, he's getting a, bit, a huge standing ovation from Spurs fans. And he turns to somebody and goes, it's loud. <laughs> like, like, you, can, you can read his list. You, just, just those two words, it's loud. And it was, it was loud in here. Um, the crowd pops when something big happened were fun. You, you mentioned the, team, the, the fans kind of tuning things out. Um, at one point in the third quarter, though, Spurs cut this to like six points. Mm-hmm. You know? Kind of interesting. And for a hot second, so they were they were in it for a, <laughs> for a second, second, and then there was an avalanche. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's easy. The avalanche is bringing back bad memories for Tom right now. We thought they were, the Spurs were going to cap off the game with a win here at the Dome, but never. Let's talk. You know what? You know what? Yeah, you're right. They the the Warriors uh, saw their league kind of dwindle, dwindle, uh, dwindle down in that yeah. that third. And this is a team that struggled right, on the right, road. Right. You know, they losing streak heading coming in. You know, all that they stuff. haven't yeah. they haven't been themselves. Mm-hmm. And you wondered how they would perform in a game like this with the crowd. They performed well. Yeah, yeah, they they really did. Um, I now I'm starting to wonder with the success that this dome game had. Do you think this will become a staple moving forward? I don't know. Maybe not the 68,000, but maybe perhaps a real dome experience back in the 90s. Cut it in half. Yeah. I could I could see it being done because I mean this was in by all accounts a, a really big success. It was, yeah. Um but question is can you do it uh when you're not celebrating 
50 years. Right. You know, like, what's what's the draw to get all of these people in? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, do you just do it on a night where you've got a, a big opponent coming to right. town? And that's kind of how they did it back mm-hmm. in the day, if I'm not mistaken. Like, yeah. that's when they would open up the, the top deck. Yeah. Um, yeah, they used to have uh, these big curtains that would block off the upper deck. But if it was a big, like your Bulls of the 90s, your Pistons of the 90s, yeah. uh, they would open up. And But I, I think it could happen. I think, again, not perhaps what we saw the entire dome, but a piece, like back in the day. I, I definitely think that could happen. Uh, the city definitely shows out for these type of events. Uh, and the city proved once again, through thick and thin, they're with the silver and black, yep. no matter what. Sure, they bicker on social media. Yeah, there's Team Tank, and then there's Team Compete, and then there's Team Play-In, but at the end of the day, what we saw tonight at the Animal Dome was just the Spurs family coming together. Yeah, and just just a ton of fun, man. And, like, I don't know. I've, I've been a, a sports fan since I was a little kid, and some of the some of the best memories that I have are going to big games mm-hmm. with my dad, with my yeah. friends. Um, and, you know, just being in the building for a big moment. Mm-hmm. And that's what 68,000 plus people right. walked out of here with tonight yeah. is an experience that they get to take with them for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it didn't go so hot for the home team. Sure. But yeah. that'll happen. Yeah, and, 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 and the players afterwards, uh, or top, <laughs> you could tell they weren't too bothered by the loss. I think they focused on what mattered, was that was the fans tonight. And speaking of Popovich, I spoke to him pregame. You were with me at that conference, and I asked him, like, oh, any flood memories back? Thinking of in-game moments, and I even mentioned the 99 title to him. Yeah. And although he did admit that that was fun. He did say that was right. fun. <laughs> yeah, he said that was fun. But interestingly enough, Tom, I'm going to get your thoughts on this. He said it's not about those on-court moments. It was about the relationships that developed from the Alamo Dome that carried on, and he mentioned Steve Kerr and Avery Johnson. Right. And, you know, we know that's kind of how Pop is. Right. right? Um, And he's always going to be talking about how there's stuff that's bigger than basketball. Um and yeah, it felt like tonight we witnessed one of those things, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and you know, we we had Trey Jones had his daughter in the house. Right. Kelvin Kelvin's, was here yeah. with his mom, um, whose birthday, birthday it is. Yeah. Also, my birth, my mom's birthday. Oh, shout Happy out! Happy birthday, mom! Shout out, Petrini, um, mom. I know she's listening to all of these podcasts. Of course she is. Of course rap. she is. Um, but you know, you you think about what it means for the players. Who all, you know, all talked about how cool it was to be a part of something like this. And they've been... Well, you asked Kelvin that. Remember about being the center of of the event. Yeah, Yeah, no, he he mentioned looking around at one point and being like, man, all these people are here to see us. Mm -hmm. Which has got to just be like a really cool feeling. Uh, And he, he basically said, you know... I try not to think about being the center of attention and just go out and do my job. Yeah. Um, but still, he was like pretty speechless. Uh, he even said about, the word speechless yeah, too. Yeah. About just the atmosphere and, and what we saw tonight. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I, I, I just I, I love 
I love moments like these. I love, I, I love, be, you know, being a witness to and a part of history. Yeah. I mean, and that that's what was sold, and that was that's what was delivered tonight. Um, just really fun. Give me your top two moments from the Alamo Dome game. Um, it's a good question. I think the opening is something I'll remember the for a long show. time. Yeah, that was nice. Because, um, you know, unlike the Alamo Dome uh, pregame that resulted in pyro going off and water cannons. <laughs> yeah, that did not happen, everybody. No water cannon incident. But, but that was like, you know, we're putting on an event. And yeah. what was cool and special about this was it's 70,000 people mm-hmm. doing that. Um, and so that, that was a really cool moment. And I mean, on the court, there were a couple of, of things, you know, there was a a nice little Sohan dunk. Mm -hmm. We saw Steph Curry do his thing, but really it was, it was Golden State's bench that was, you know, propelled him to this win. Pool, Lamb, yeah, Um, we all did a good job. Yeah, Dante DiVincenzo was great. Um, Something about the Dome, him playing in the Dome back in his college days till now. Yeah. He loves playing in the Dome. Um, but, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to think about that wave. I'm going to think about yeah, the, wave, yeah. the food in you the love, parking yeah. lot, you know, um, I'm going to, I'm going to think about all of these people that came here tonight, mm-hmm. uh, and just had a really good time. For me, I'm going to definitely go with the, uh, fan like show with the cell phones that, that was something I have never seen before. <clears throat> I, I thought that was incredible. Uh, second for me was finding out the real quote-unquote reason why the water cannon went out back in the day. Uh, so the mystery for me, has, even though I know it was the fireworks, but apparently it was the coyote and his candle making. I That did it. I don't know about that one. Yeah, they, 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 had a whole, they had a whole bit about how back in 94, uh, Coyote was making candles, candles. with gasoline. And yeah. that does sound like Coyote, but I don't know. I'm not buying it. Um, speaking of the water cannon, you know what I really was hoping for? Uh, confetti, blue confetti to be showered at the end. Trying mm. to just to simulate the water cannon. And it would be weird because they lose yeah. in the confetti, but I think you would have to, maybe the announcer would have to explain why, it out. Why go, why go with confetti? Why not just douse everybody in stanky water <laughs> like the old no, days? No, I, I went through that. I don't want to ever go through that. Although I did you not there get, for that game? I, I didn't get wet. Okay. I was in a different section, it. but I saw it. I do remember. Did you smell it? It, it smelled bad. <laughs> it smelled bad. <coughs> and what surprised me is that the game was going on, continued. Yeah. There was a long delay, but they forged ahead. Um, but, Don't and, have a lot of rain delays for indoor stadium No, facilities. no, exactly. No, and then, you know, just just for me, just as somebody who experienced the, the real OG Animal Dome experience, and to get to see it now in this configuration, so... I can add that to my oldness belt. Like, I've seen this first play in the Dome half and full now. So I think that was a nice moment for me. It's it's funny for me because I was here a couple weeks ago for the Alamo Bowl. Yeah. And the whole time I'm looking around, go, go down to field level, look around, look up. And I just kept thinking, like, holy crap, they're going to have a basketball game here. Yeah. Like, where half court is where the 50 is. Like that's insane, right? And I, I said the same thing the first time I went to the Moody Center, um, for totally different reason. 
I mean, that's like the Moody Center in Austin is like an intimate concert sure. venue almost. Yeah. It's like I, I think they can get like maybe fifteen, sixteen thousand in there yeah. for a basketball game. Um, and I was looking around. I'm like, man, the Spurs are going to play in here. That's so weird. Yeah. And I felt the same thing coming in here. And yeah, man, see, seeing the court set up mm-hmm. like this, go when before the game we went down there and you know just saw and and just think about what went into putting this together. Oh yeah, you know, this has been the centerpiece of Spurs yeah. marketing, PR, everything, operations. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is their their Super Bowl for the year. It was, yeah. In terms of event planning. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, hats off, kudos to everybody who, who was a part of this. Um, and kudos to everybody who came out. Um, you know, I, in the parking lot, I ran into a fan. Her name's Alyssa. Uh, she had dyed her hair, like, a couple of days ago. Did yeah. the, did the, like so hand thing, fi- yeah, fiesta, yeah. you know, sherbet deal. Uh, those are the kind of memories that were made tonight, and and that's what this game was for. Right. Yeah. It was it was for people coming together with their favorite team and with many many thousand people who it's also their favorite team. Exactly. And um, just just really really cool to see. It was. It was. It, and it's it, still it, loud. It, There's a lot going yeah. on here still. People are uh, are packing things up. Yeah, they're going to have to break this down quick. They may kick us out too, soon, too. But, yeah, it was a great night here at the Alamo Dome. Uh, you know, Tom's going to have an article up from the fan point of view, I think, the fan experience. Yeah, so you definitely can check that out at kenspy.com slash Spurs. Coming out, well, by the time you listen to this, so. For sure. Uh, should yeah. be out in the morning. I'll have it done by, okay. the, by the end of the night. All right. Either way, it'll be there, whether it's before this or after this episode of Lockdown Spurs. And the Spurs will get back in action the time listening to this, so Sunday night versus the Kings, by the way, the Spurs didn't know that they still have a game coming up. They made it very clear about that. Right. Keldon and Pop said, yeah, they got business to handle uh, tomorrow night at the AT&T Center. But once again, this is Lockdown Spurs here at the Alamo Dome. The conclusion of the um, Back to the Dome, the Spurs highlight of this season. And, yeah, we'll be back here at Lockdown Spurs beginning on Monday covering your silver and black and for Tom Petrini, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode from the Alamo Dome of Locked on Spurs.